you know, I, I've been a friend of yours for as long as I can remember. And when I read this book, you're so humble. You never talk about all these things. I mean, I, half of the things I didn't even know ever happened to you. I mean, you, you have a big, big life, and you've had a big life. And this book is fascinating in that respect. You're very kind. You actually read the book. Well, after I left the film festival, I retired. Was I retired? I was, I was retired from the film festival. When I left, I would meet people like you, and we'd sit and talk, and they'd say, oh, that's a funny story you just said about Angela Lansbury. That's really funny what you just said about Oliver Stone or something. You should, you should put that in a book. And that, it's really that, it was that simple. Wow. But who knew? But I was going to tell you that, tell the truth about these people, right? I'm just wondering, what kind of response have you had from the people that you've written about in the book? Because not all of it is all, uh, you know, pixie dust and unicorns. Have you had any blowback from anybody? Of course, of course. They hate me. Uh, <laughs> oh, they do not. I, I, I've been very blessed with all of my life meeting people that uh, trusted me and have helped me. One went to jail, but that's beside the point. He's out now. Nice guy. The only reason I started the festival was basically to show Chicago what they were missing. But I wanted to show and create and find new directors. Scorsese started here in 67. He still says, I owe my career to the Chicago Film Festival. So Spielberg, um, I had to do a lot of, um, okay, I did lie at this one. <laughs> and I had Tom Cruise come out with the actual award. And cool. Steven's just blown away. I tell you, the intrigues of life in this town. This is a small town. You honored Liza, too, didn't you? Sure, her? Liza. She was fun. God, you had all the big ones. You know, that's an interesting family because there's a family where the father has an Oscar, the mother has an Oscar, the daughter has an Oscar. All three have oh, Oscars. That's awesome. You mentioned Paula Wagner, who I know you adore and love, the director and producer. And um, the, your book is dedicated to Paula and Victor Skrbnaski. Right. Everybody knows Victor. Tell us a little bit about how instrumental he was in jump-starting the festival. Well, the early years, I had the films, I had no audiences, um, and it wasn't sexy. And I'd read about this fashion photographer. He made a little movie in Chicago, and I saw that over in the Tribune, a little short film of all the glitz and glamour at Maxime's and stuff like that. And I said, wow. First I thought, I'd love to know that scene in life, this you know, underground scene of uh, discos and stuff, and, and pretty people. And I'd like to show the film in the festival, so how do, I, how do I get to it? So I tried to learn how to get to this compound on La Salle Street and get past his armed guards. I said, I'd like to meet Mr. Skrbnesky. I couldn't get through. Then I tried again, and I met Mr. Skrbnesky, and he said, here's my, here's my situation. I've got the blah, 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 all the fancy people, but I have no sex appeal um, with this festival. He said, okay, give me a couple of weeks. And I, I went back, and he had created this this uh, naked woman holding on, the award, holding on the award, like, you know, pretty no. sexy, yes. Some of you may know that Michael is a product of a whole family of doctors, physicians. His mother was a doctor, his father was a doctor. They all expected him to follow in their footsteps, and he lied and told him he would. But how did you get into the film industry with lie. these people, you know, with your parents trying to direct you in such a different direction? 
mother, father, aunt, uncle, cousins, everybody's a f-ing doctor. My dog, I am sure my dog. You say that was, in the Union League Club. <laughs> well, you can edit it out. You can bleep it out. Uh, I thought my dog was studying to be a doctor. I had a, one, <laughs> I had a wonderful dog. I was making movies when I was eight years old. My mother carried a camera with her, and she'd throw the camera on the ta- dining room table, um, make this into a movie. So I'm making movies at eight years old, and it's just sort of continued that my dad, of course, says, of course, you are going to become a doctor. I said, sure, Dad. I thought it was much more fun to direct the musicals at the school and the big variety shows and all this big stuff. So I got so distracted doing shows that um, they threw me out. <laughs> well, well, thank goodness. I'm glad they threw you out. Oh, no, no. You oh, no, no, no. You don't know my father. My parents were totally dedicated to their jobs and their patients. I only really sat and saw them on Sunday when we had dinner. Aww. It's not an oh, it's I'm an, I was an adult. I was an adult as a as a kid, mm. and um, I only became a kid at about age 21, Aww. and I still am. All right, so let me ask you, what's been a <laughs> highlight for you writing this book, and what was the hardest part of doing it? Well, since I've never written a book before, the curious thing is I'd wake up in the middle of the night, even though I'm on Ambien or vodka or something, <laughs> and go scribble a, a chapter down or something. It came from nowhere, all these memories. And if you show me a photo, because the book is filled with all these candid photos, you show me that photo, I can relive that moment. So I still have that, thank goodness, at my age, um, that vivid memory of what it was all about. The book is laid out, if you've seen it over there, it's laid out like a movie. Uh, the chapters are not chapter one, two, three, four, five, they're chapter, a title of a film. So if you go into Greatest Show on Earth, it's the opening night of the first film festival. You go to Star is Born, it's the life of Colleen Moore. If you go to um, Sorry, Wrong Number, it's a whole chapter about people asking me to f- find some sexual situation for them. All right, who was a star that you always wanted but you couldn't get to appear at the gala? Oh, Brad Pitt. I worked on Brad Pitt for a while. He says, I don't do these things. I always thought Brad Pitt would be fun to do. Oh, I'll say. And finish this oh. sentence. Oh, God. <laughs> In another couple of years, I hope... I'm still here. <laughs> How did the writing the book change you as a person? Well, you, you and Chuck mentioned that I've become much more outgoing and, and, and different in I some way. So. I'm, I'm, a sh- I'm basically a shy person. Um, I am. I mean, I talked to that man because I liked his tie. I would never, I would, I would, he's gone now if you notice. I would never do that normally uh, in, the o- in the old days. You've become very gregarious and um, friendlier. I think this is almost kind of like a weight off your shoulders. It's probably something that you needed to do to, you know, this is your legacy. And, you know, it's, it's terrific, I think, that you've written this book. It's all there. It's history. It's great history. And, it's, uh, and when you consider yeah. that most of these people that are on film uh, have left us, are no longer around. That's why it, it could be. It could be a, a valuable piece. You're a valuable piece, Michael Kutza. Thank you for all your time spent in the world of celebrity and making Chicago a better place to live.